So my name is Dale McCamish. I'm the senior pastor at Wilmington Church Christ, and I'm here with Alex Soto. We're doing Backstory, the story behind the testimony. And Alex, uh, you just got baptized. Tell me what you're feeling. You just told me. I, I feel spiritually invincible. Oh, wow. Yeah. What does that feel like? Um, I feel like I can't get broke down in any way, you know, verbally or I feel like I can read people's thoughts. It's not going to bother me, man. It's not going to bother me. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> so you just got baptized. Uh, tell, walk us through that experience. Like, uh, what made you decide to get baptized today? And uh, what what do you love about Jesus that you say, hey, I want to be in? Um, well, it's a long story. Uh, I'd be more than happy to share it with you. Um, my life hasn't been all peaches and cream. You know, okay. and everybody else goes through their own struggles. Went through quite a bit of struggles of myself, losing a lot of things in my life. And, um, you know, just beat myself up. And just there are days where I just am seriously depressed because I, I look back and why couldn't I do this? Why couldn't I do that? And then it just came down to a point where I was, I felt alone. You know, I had my own house, but I felt alone. And... I reached out to my mom and my mom uh, had told me at one point that she was going to get baptized here. Okay. All right. And my mom asked, you know, can you be there? Why not? I didn't have anything else going on. I watched her get baptized. And that was kind of like a, a little dim light bulb that went off in my head. Like, hmm. And then when my mother was able to say, you know, how she felt about after being baptized and how she didn't knock any other religion, even though we were raised traditionally through Catholicism. Um, my mom didn't really beg or, you know, like kind of kept poking me, like, come to the church, come to church. She just, she would ask, you want to come to church? Nah. Then another week would go by, you want to come try? Nah. And, and all that time, you were still feeling lonely? You were still feeling, like, I disconnected? Was, yeah, yeah. Even, I, even as she was asking? Even though she was still asking, just because, you know, being raised Catholic and, you know, this was a Christian church, I didn't know if there was, like, rules or, you know, if there were godly laws, like, no, you're not supposed to go there because you're this. But my mom, you know, after watching my mom getting baptized, I realized, like, maybe I could. But, you know, maybe not. I still had a lot of questions that, and at the time— weren't getting answered from what I thought weren't being answered. Um, when I came to watch her get baptized, I bumped into an old, an old friend that I went to school with, graduated with, but literally not even the last person on earth I would have thought would have been there. Who was that? That was Jake Green. Okay. Um, introduced himself again to me and I was, Hey, how you doing? And, you know, I was able to talk to him a little bit and you know, he was a, the shoulder that I cried on for a little bit. And um, he encouraged me, you know, to give it a give it a chance, you know, exchange phone numbers. He stayed, stayed, stayed with me, you know, texting me, calling if he needed to. And then um, I realized that there was another person that I went to school with. I didn't graduate. He's a little younger. Um, Josh McGee, who yeah. plays the drums here, um, you know, sent his invitation. And even though we only had a. You know, one like brunch, I guess, um, just by talking to him, he just sat there and listened to me. You know, um, mom listens to me a lot, but for somebody outside of my comfort zone to actually 
sit there across from me and listen it was just it was great you know it felt like there was interest in what i had to say instead of just oh man, man, man. oh that's crazy you know you really listen and you know that kind of started to pull me in and then my mom finally asked me for her last time want to come to church and i said you know what i'm going to go fishing with the guys if i get a fish I'll think about it. <laughs> My mom said, okay, that's fair. So I go fishing and I get one. <laughs> oh my God. All right. I'll, I'll think about it. And then I caught another one. I was like, oh, this is, I, I have to go. I have to go. I have to give it a chance. Okay. And as soon as. Do you think God was speaking to you through those fish? I believe so. I believe so. I mean, he even spared my bait. <laughs> I was able to use him again. It was a, all right. It was a goldfish. He was, as soon as I got him out, he was like, I'm still alive, boss. Uh, Toss me out there. So, um, I told mom this, that I got two fish and she was, you know what that means, right? Yeah. I, I have to go now. You know, I, I can't think about it. Cause that was one. Yeah. Number two was, you better go. <laughs> so maybe it was a sign. Yeah. You know? And then um, when I came to the church, it wasn't just, hi, how are you? You know, it was, they wanted, everyone wanted to know who I was, who wanted to take time to get to know who I was because I was new. And you, Dale, you were probably one of the first ones who wanted to shake my hand, talk to me a little bit, get to know me. And after watching a whole uh, sermon, I, I was able to realize that there, there, there was something about the church. Hmm. You know, not, not only because my mom encouraged me, it was the people of the church. You know, especially you too, Dale. I mean, the, the aura that you still have right now, you're glowing, my guy. <laughs> it was incredible. And the way the pastors tell the stories and how they try to stay in the now to relate to everyone and, you know, the date, I guess. It just, there were, there was, there's no way I can turn back. You know, I wanted it to stay pulled in. And that's what, that's how I felt, you know, listening to you, 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 you literally pulled me in without any effort. And then Jacob, you know, with his speakings, yeah, he does talk quite a bit, but he makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, I yeah, mean, he's great. He may go over the the time limit, but you know, I, I'm appreciative of that because I'm not the brightest crayon in the box or the sharpest knife in the tool set or whatever, however that saying goes. <laughs> but it the way you guys speak, it I understand it, you know? And when I actually started to realize like my questions are being answered, and when I was able to, you know, just lay in bed one night and Think about some of the things that you guys talk about. My question got answered. Now, are you talking about like questions about the scripture, questions about God, questions about Jesus? What questions are did you find that Jacob and the sermons were answering? Uh, it was just about almost anything. And the one, I mean, this one's this one was more recent. You were speaking about it was about divorce. Um, and in Catholic, because I was raised Catholic, you know, through tr tradition, um, if a Catholic was to get divorced or excommunicated, mm. you know? So it's like, man, is Peter going to stand there and say, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. He can't because of this. But I think it was just not last Sunday, but the Sunday before 
I was actually listening to it on YouTube because I was on my way to North Carolina for work. And you were talking about it. And I'm, there's a loophole. <laughs> Dale gave me the loophole. <laughs> well, we, we call that grace. Yeah. When, when Jesus died on the cross, he he's he's the loophole. You know, his mm-hmm. grace covers over all of us, covers over our sin. There's no sin too great for God's grace. There's no sin too great for the blood of Jesus Christ. And so um, every sin can be covered and forgiven, and we receive grace from that. I, I just heard the other day that uh, Jesus, I, I, I never thought about it this way, Jesus is, is still intervening for us between us and God, mm-hmm. but he's not asking for mercy. He's asking for justice. And I, and I started scratching my head like, he's asking for justice. I don't want justice because I have sinned too much. You know, I don't want what I just deserve. But the, the preacher said, well, Jesus is asking for justice because he already paid for my sins. And so when he goes to the Father intervening for us, he says, I want justice. You can't make him pay for it again. I've already paid for it. If you make mm-hmm. him pay for it again, that's unjust. Okay. And so God is just God. And so since Jesus already paid, we can't pay for it again. So any sin, including a, a sin of divorce, Jesus paid for that. And so when we entrust ourselves to him, his blood spiritually covers us over. We get washed clean. We're forgiven of our sin. We're adopted into his family. And we he is forever interceding between us and the Father, saying, I paid for that. I paid for that. And so we we can't help but fall in love. When you say you feel spiritually strong, yeah, that is because of what Christ has done. Mm-hmm. And then the indwelling Holy Spirit gives us that spiritual strength. He doesn't give us the spirit of timidity. He doesn't give us the spirit of being scared. He gives us the spirit of courage mm-hmm. and strength and uh, just he, just the love to be able to share that with other people. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm glad that uh, our church reached out. I'm glad that you felt the friendliness. Now, you're going to have to help us because we have a real low first wall. Okay. That means everybody can be your friend, and we really are interested. But we have a real high second wall where we it's trouble to get to know each other, mm-hmm. like deeply become more intimate in relationship we're called to be. So you have to help us with that. Oh, of course. Of course. Which is part of your story. So you kept coming. You felt like your questions were being answered. Um, you felt like you were... You were seeing the forgiveness Christ can offer is that he, Jesus, mm-hmm. is the loophole of life. He gives yes. us grace. Um, so what was it about, like, coming up, getting closer, where you where you made your decision? What made you make your decision like today? It's kind of an emotional story. Um, I was really, really down. That, uh, maybe a a month or so ago, like really depressed, extremely because you I, texted me that time. I and did. said, Hey, I'm down. I don't want to be contacted, but <laughs> and yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, but, but I, I want you to know I'm, 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 here's where I'm at. I remember you texting me that. Yeah. Um, I just felt like I was doing something wrong in my life for these failures to happen, but I, didn't lose my faith. I just, I know God will let us, you know, go ahead. You can just cry it out, do whatever it is that you need to do. I was at work one morning and I landscape, I do grounds maintenance for RNL. And um, again, I was really, really depressed. And I guess I had stormed the night before. And you know, those start trees, like mm-hmm. in big fields. Well, we have to mow like close to them. And remember, I'm really down beat up. I mean, I, I'm to the point where I'll just, 
I don't care about the job. I walk away if, if this is a problem. I get close to those start trees. They're, they retained water. They retained. And it started splashing on me. And it was so cold. All it did was make me laugh. Hmm. It made me laugh so hard. I had a huge smile on my face. As you were mowing beside them. Yeah, as I was mowing the beside them. The water that they were holding just started just splashing on me. Yeah, just splashing on me. And I I literally stopped because I realized I was laughing, smiling. And I that's where I, in my beliefs, I felt that was God. Mm, he was giving you another sign. He was giving me another sign that everything was going to be okay. Okay. That God is, to me, the the little things. You know, that put the biggest smile, the belly laugh that you can have. And I literally stopped what I was doing. And I got on my knees. And I surrendered. Mm. I surrendered to God. And I told him, whatever his will is for me, I I will do it. Mm. That's when I... That's why I wanted this. I wanted to be closer. Mm. And you felt he was calling you to, to, to publicly express your faith. Yes. In baptism. Yeah. 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 The scripture, it, it teaches us if, if we put our faith in Christ, we, we should be baptized. We need to be looking for water. Uh, you'd pushed it off for a while, a while. Even last Sunday though, even last Sunday we met, we had our, that new member visitor question and answer class. Mm. And you were like, I don't know if it's time. So, but you had already had that experience where God was giving you a sign. So something changed between last Sunday and today. Was there anything in particular? It was it, it just, it, to me, at, at the time where I was able to just sit down with myself and say, do, do you really want to do this? Right. And I told myself, there's been a lot of signs. And even though I've dealt with uh, depression and um it's too late to turn back. Mm. Like if he's doing these little things and I, and I notice these little signs, now's the time. Mm. Because if I, if I, if I keep putting this off, I'm just going to keep getting these little signs and it may come to the point where he'll just dunk me in himself. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I just felt I'm committed. I know I'm not going to back out of this. So yeah. I, I, I'm not turning back. I'm going to do this. So, and I chose my mom because... To baptize you. You chose yes. your mom to baptize you. Yeah. I chose my mom, not only because she's my mom, she gave birth to me or anything like that. I'm not saying I'm the greatest kid or the greatest son. I've, I've put my mom on the back burner, my family on the back burner many of times. And anytime I needed help, my mom didn't matter what I did or said that affected her negatively. My mom was always there. Didn't matter. Yeah. Picture of grace, picture of Jesus for yes. sure. Yeah. My mom is my rock. Yeah. We teach here if somebody is helping you learn about Jesus, fall in love with Jesus or teaching you about Jesus, that should be the person who's making you a disciple. That should be the person we we say, hey, that person should baptize you. Yes. And so it uh, yes. sounds like your mom was helping you become not only a man that you're supposed to be, but also a disciple that you're supposed to be. My mom's helped me through thick and thin, no matter what. Yeah. And this is, I feel blessed that she's my mom. I feel extremely lucky. 
Oh, you have to say that. She's sitting right over there. I know. I know. I can hear her <laughs> sobbing a little bit. <laughs> so we talked before you got baptized today. We, I said, you know, when Jesus was baptized, the heavens opened, the Holy Spirit descended. Uh, some people, they get baptized, they don't feel anything. They just feel like they got wet. And some people, they feel like the heavens opens up for them. So uh, what did you feel when you got baptized today? When I got baptized, boy, was that water nice and warm. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that was a good job, guys. Um, at first, when I came back up and I just saw my mom, it was a bit of a whiteness around her, like an aura of a whiteness. And I hugged her very tight and I told her that I loved her. And then when we uh, changed and I sat down with her after everyone else left, I just felt like this tremendous amount of spiritual strength. Yeah. And, you know, like I said earlier, not to where I can just stop a city bus and say, oh, go that way or whatever. No, I just I feel mentally better. Hmm. Like a lot of things that I've been through in my past that have hindered. I, I think I'm going to be able to correct those. Oh, you know? yeah. Through the power of the spirit. You yes. definitely will be. Yes. So. And you have a, a family, a church family that will help you. Yes. Those. You yes. don't have to do it alone now. Yes. Um, yes. So, Thank you. So Christ walks with you. You're. Christ walks through you with you through the church and Christ walks with you through the Holy Spirit. So, uh, yeah, you won't, you won't be alone in doing this. I, I don't know if, if, if Christ is walking with me, I think he's carrying me, man. <laughs> no I really joke. do. No joke. I, I really believe he's just carrying me around the mountains that I need to get over or get through. I think he knows how, how tired I am. Mm. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and need rest, and I will give you rest and peace. Are you feeling that? Yes. Yes, I am, Dale. What What would you want to tell somebody that's maybe putting putting off the commitment to Christ, putting off being baptized? What would you want to tell them? I tell them to actually think about it. If it's something that you really want to do, and if there's just something holding you back, talk to someone, whether it's from the church or someone you deeply trust. That can give you an, a brutally honest answer, mm. but if if you can figure it out on your own, know that you're not alone. Actually, mm. Jesus is right there. God is listening always. So yeah, I I'd, I'd say go for it. Was was anybody brutally honest with you? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best guy. <laughs> yeah, my mom. I mean, I mean, she's to the point. She doesn't beat around the bush. You know. She tells it like it is to me. And when I told her I was very nervous, I, I'm not sure. My mom, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you better do it. Because if you feel this way, imagine how you're going to feel after you get it done. Want to keep putting it off? Do it now. Yeah, so, that's good advice. Yeah. What about uh, people, other people? Because depression is like, that's a common thing. There's a lot of people battling being low, being depressed, or or feeling worn out, tired, like uh, you described. What, what advice would you give to people that are that are battling that talk to people that you trust because i mean i trust my mom with everything and that's that's my person and anytime i feel down about something my mom doesn't just well tell me tell me you know she'll when you're ready but don't get too down because that's a dark path right and a lot of crazy thoughts run across your head and it's best to talk about it and I know there's not really a lot of mental health places that can actually help or understand. But if you have a best friend or someone that you really honestly trust, talk. Mm. 
it's not good to keep it inside. So we need to pass out Arlene's number. Yeah, that pass too. Out yeah. Mom's number. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody that, can talk. Throw my phone number out there. I, I've been there, hmm. and I'm. I know I'm not the only one. Anything else you want to tell me? Uh, that that was great. You, you're telling me the backstory. Uh, anything else you would want people to know about your walk with Christ? Your walk to get to know Christ better. Uh, what what's in store for you next? Uh, finding out more about Jesus. Well, in my belief now that I know that there is truly a God, I'm I'm waiting till I see Jesus. And if anybody wants to follow me, I'll do my best because you're coming with me, Dale. <laughs> right. Hey, as long as you're following Jesus, I can follow you. For yes, sure. yes, I'm with you, brother. Hey, thanks for this interview today. And uh, I can't wait to hear this published and, and see uh, the reactions people have. Uh, the, what, the things you described, I think a lot of people are going through it. They need to hear your story to help encourage them to mm-hmm. take that next step too. So mm-hmm. thanks a lot for today. Oh, thank you for having me. And thank you for everything that you do, Dale.